morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto, Billy, the chart analysis expert, and my good friend, NFT Tones, is rocking the fedora this morning, so always excited to have you, Tones. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how regulation by enforcement has failed. As the XRP price is over, up over 35% in the last day, we show our listeners how this lawsuit could be the catalyst for our future. I can't hear nothing. I want uh, Billy. Or did we lose Abs or did I lose you guys? No, I think Abs is frozen. That he's practicing his NFT pose. That's a very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job holding it. I don't think I can hold it. While we got it here, let's just talk about how beautiful this man is. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about him or are we talking that thing on his head down there? Whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> yo, yo, I think Abs needs a fedora just like Tones got. <laughs> well, first of all, well, guys, I guess we're having technical difficulties again. I'm sure Abs will be back. But in the meantime, until he gets back, good morning, all the Warrior Maniacs out there today. I don't know why my camera's going all crazy, but my name's Johnny Crypto with a K, and I'm wishing you guys all a good day. My Today goodness, my <laughs> goodness, guys. I don't know what is going on. What was the last part of the introduction that you heard, Johnny K? We just saw your lips kind of frozen like that. I don't think we heard thank anything. You, yeah, I think you stopped at me and you were heading to tones. Yeah, you're this just is brutal. Good. I apologize. I apologize to our listeners out there. So I'll run through the topics really quickly and then we'll get this thing started. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how regulation by enforcement has failed. As the XRP price is up over 35% in the last 36 hours, we show our listeners how this lawsuit is the catalyst for our new financial system. The post office is using NFTs as collectibles, while Algorand has added former Visa and Ripple Fidelity executive as its chief marketing officer. This is another example of how the general public is sleeping on Algorand. Quant is about to have a liquidity crunch, pushing prices close to an all-time high. As only 1% of the total supply is on exchanges, we could see exciting times for Quant ahead. While Ledger Live has an update on XDC, possibly adding this unique crypto to their platform. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So guys, why are the global elites attacking me this morning? Well, it must be because I'm onto some good information. So let's do some quick introductions really quick. Johnny Crypto, I got to start with Tones this morning. Tones, you're rocking the fedora. Is that because you made some money with XRP last night? <laughs> no, it's because Tones just wants to rock the fedora and be an Italian stallion. Awesome. Awesome, NFT Tones. You are an Italian stallion. We're going bottom up this morning. Mr. Amazon, Billy, the chart analysis expert. Always excited to see you, Billy. How are you feeling today? What's up, fam? Glad to be here. Glad to be with you guys, man. I always miss you guys when I don't get to see you. It's been a crazy week. There's so much shit going on in the academy right now. It's just insane. Good, good things coming, man. Johnny Crypto, what's the deal? You got some experience with the elites. Why are they coming after me this week? 
Uh, it's got nothing to do with the elites. No elites are coming after you. <laughs> it's just, it's Mercury retrograde at its best. Shamitha coming. We got uh, this. Tone's wearing a fedora. Cats and dogs falling in love with each other. The whole world's going nuts right now. But who knows? Because, guys, here we are today at Good Morning Crypto. To all the Warrior Maniacs out there, we, we love you. You know, showing up every day. Thank you for your support. Last night, XRP was pumping. Everybody was going nuts. It's going to be a good day. Happy Shamitha. Or happy to the weekend, I should say. Thank I, you, I, think, I think everybody needs to get a fedora on this team. Everybody <laughs> should be wearing one of these. Awesome, Tones. I'll wait for you to send one to my house, but let's get this. <laughs> oh. Sorry, guys. I keep doing the mute thing. We'll start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. They can try to stop this live stream, but I'm going to continue to prevail. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is still an extreme fear this morning, sitting at a 22. Been sitting at this range all week, so there's really nothing worth addressing there. But we're starting off when we go to the total coin market cap with XRP. Last night, we pumped all the way to 56 cents. And what's exciting is that my limit order at this price was executed, made a very small trade, and I'm going to be looking to accumulate at lower prices, just like Waters Above told our listeners earlier this week. So the total coin market cap is $918 billion this morning. With Bitcoin sitting at 39% dominance, Ethereum is about 18%. The prices are tanking, Johnny K. And this is what's really interesting. We've got Bitcoin at 18,700. Ethereum is 1,200. XRP was moving last night. Cardano with the Vasil Fork upgrade is still just sitting at this 45 cent range. Polygon, 73. Let's scroll down to Stellar. Stellar is 12 cents. And where is it? My favorite token. We've got Quant in the building sitting at 105. So Johnny K, we're going to talk about Quant and the liquidity crunch that's coming on the way. But most of our listeners are here for XRP. So I want to hear some of your thoughts. What did you think of the movement last night? Were you excited? Well, let's pull up that chart. Let's start with the chart. You go to that chart there and... You know what? You know when when you get that XRP up there, and see if you can go to the bar chart. I don't know if there's a candle chart there, but if not, um, you know the reality is when you look at, at at that chart, and you know we've been. Let me see if I can pull it up because I think it's cool to see the candles. You know, yeah, here it goes. So uh, when, when you, <laughs> let me just share the candles are oh, on my screen, bro. So you know, like what do we what have we been saying on this show? You'll know when 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 the lawsuit or something is happening in this case because you won't hear the news about it but something something will happen in the price chart and there it is right now i'm not saying we know what's happening because we don't know shit i don't know if the loss is coming to an end or not but something's happening somebody's getting excited because xrp has been dead sitting on life support for the past what five months just accumulation and all of a sudden we got this monster spike so Behind the scenes, obviously, there's a demand for volume, right? Price goes up, that means there's a demand for volume. Somebody wants to have this in its bags. And so now the question is, what are we going to see? Now, we did see a, a big monster top tail there, right? But again, sometimes you get those and then we push higher. Or this might you know, might be a short pump for people who are getting in for something that's coming down the road later. So we don't know yet. We'll have to see how this turns out. And I'm not a technical expert. Billy is. But again, we knew we would see something happening. To me, this gets me excited because it tells me somebody somewhere knows something. Awesome, guys. And we got 163 live listeners joining us already on this Friday. So show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to dive into lots of XRP news because we've seen the sentiment around the case change. We see that the price is moving, but also we have some news for Ripple lawyers that state that regulation by enforcement has already failed in this country. But NFT Tones, I know you had a thought for our listeners, so please, floor is yours. I'm excited for this with this XRP. 
it to me it looks like we have news that's about to come right around the corner so i feel like this is something to keep your eyes out for and keep paying attention to xrp especially because we know that we're going to see price action before we get any hint of news so i i think that this is really really important and something to definitely keep an eye on especially if you were since we're all xrp enthusiasts billy one of the things i think is most important to note about xrp is typically we get these massive price movements they happen super quickly but then we regress right back to where we started and that's what we're seeing this morning this price pump originally started around a dollar sorry not a dollar 48 but just 48 cents flat we went to 56 cents and now we're right back to that price point so you are the chart analysis expert i'm interested to hear your thoughts uh, i think we're very bullish i mean we've been saying this for a long time that's that's what's so awesome about this community is we're able to take away the bullshit and the noise and get down to the fundamentals. What does this do? What can this do? And this is what we've been screaming the whole time. When the fundamentals come in place and all the BS gets to to the side, you actually see what this is built for and what it can do. Um, um, the charts are bullish. I mean, it was coming up to a symmetrical pop. As long as we can stay within that range, like if we get above 50 and we can stay above 50 cents, bro, we have nothing but bullish stuff coming. And check out the Bitcoin price chart, Billy. I want to show this to our listeners as well. We are finding clear support on this 200-week moving average, and that's been the case for quite a while. So, Billy, I want to stick with you. Could this be an indicator that we are bottoming out in this bear market? When you look at the price chart, that could clearly be a double bottom, but I want to defer to you there. Uh, it could be a double bottom. I don't know if that second bottom leaning more to the to the right or to the left. Uh, I, I personally think that we still have more bottoms to reach. Uh, there's still some other things that have to happen in the market. There's other things at play. You know me, I'm such a huge fan of, of Bitcoin. It's just unreal. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just one of those things. I think when regulations come in, it's, it's going to hurt Bitcoin. Uh, it, it has to, because that's going to be the fundamentals. You know, we all heard what Jamie Dimon said the other day. Uh, if you heard the full interview, he didn't say crypto. He was talking about you know, Bitcoin. And when people mention Bitcoin, they just overall say crypto. But as far as Bitcoin, I, I think it's still going to go lower. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what you guys think. Awesome. And I want to show our listeners something pretty interesting. Before we dive into the XRP news for today, we have an update from one of our favorite projects, an ISO compliant token, also known as XDC, which could be added to the Ledger Nano soon. Johnny Crypto, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Do you think this could be a big deal for this project? Uh, you know, adding, adding, Adding it to a, uh, a ledger to me isn't something exciting. It's not going to drive demand. It's, no, I don't see. I, me personally, I don't think this is big news. Um, I think it's great that you know people who want to store it on a nano is great for that perspective, you know, for protection. But in terms, if you're if you're asking me, do I think it's going to drive the price and and give some appreciation there? No, that's that to me is just going to be one of those ways. It's just a better way to secure it, in my opinion. Uh, but I like XDC in, in general. You guys know it's an ISO 2000, a uh, 20,022 coin. So for me, it's one of those that I definitely want to have in my bags. I'm excited for XDC for that purpose, that reason. And it's great to see that you can secure it now on your ledger too. So that's a good thing. Billy, you know you're a conspiracy guy. Whether you like it or not, we're going to make you address some of these questions. Somebody asked, what do you think about the Vatican issuing the order for all assets to be stored into the, its own bank by September 30th. And before I kick it to you, Billy, I want to note, we know that a seven-year cycle known as the Shemitah is going to be ending on September 26th, but we also have the possibility of Jubilee, which would be a very bullish thing for these markets. I'm interested to hear some of your thoughts. What are you going to be anticipating, Billy? 
Oh man, it's one of those things. I've never seen things like this happen in my lifetime, but it's one of those things you have to pay attention to. Do we know what the meaning is? No, absolutely not. But for them to order all the money back definitely raises some red flags and like what's really going on. That I mean, if you look at the times that we're in, we now have a king, all right? That, that goes along with some biblical, you know, things that we think about. We think about the world politics that's going on. We think about everything that's going on. The Pope and, and the Vatican hold a lot of power. So when they bring that back, that's that signifies something. What? I don't know, but it definitely makes my, my little hairs, what little hairs I have left, stand up <laughs> on the back of my neck. And it's like, okay, there, there's something there. We need to definitely watch it. I don't know about getting concerned or, you know, getting crazy or anything, but I definitely watch it and see what's going on. Somebody said, why ask Billy that, Abs? Because Billy knows more than me, my friends. That's why I defer to Billy all the time. But we got 191 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. I do like the conspiracy talk. It is pretty fun. But let's get this show started the same way we always do with a little bit of XRP content. Brad Garlinghouse is appearing more bullish than ever and making some bold statements about what the SEC has been doing. So we're going to let this short clip play and get comments starting with Johnny. Here we go. That from 2013 to 2020, I should have known the whole time that XRP was a security. My attitude is like, I was in your office multiple times. Not once did someone tell me that XRP, they viewed XRP as a security. So it's a little bit, I think, and you, the judge involved in the case, and I'm getting kind of the deep end here just for a second. Just recently, the judge had a, a, a ruling about some discovery things, and she described the SEC, one, as being hypocritical, Two, as not following a faithful allegiance to the law. That's a quote. This is a federal government agency that works for us, right? Johnny, I'm going to kick it to you there. There is a little bit of an important clip at the end where he talks about how the Securities and Exchange Commission is doing the opposite of what they were created to do. They were created to protect investors, and now they're attacking investors for purchasing products that they disagree with. So I'm going to leave you the floor. Do you believe in what he said? Judge Netburn is against the SEC. Uh, no, first of all, Judge Nepper is not against the SEC. The judge is just ruling what she thinks is is right in her gut feel, in, in her opinion. And uh, and, and so <laughs> I love Brad because he's like, what do you mean? I've been to your office. I've been working with you for seven freaking years. You never told me it was a security. And I get slapped with a lawsuit saying it's a security. I mean, come on. Brad's spot on. I love this guy. <laughs> he just comes out and calls it like it is. And he's got a valid freaking point. Like, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you listen to what Brad is saying, and if he truly did go there five times and was working with him for seven years, and they and they signed with a lawsuit, it makes you wonder, like, what the hell is going on over there? What are they doing? Like, why aren't they telling him and working with the whole point? They're supposed to be working with these companies. And Gary has said it. Hey, come on in. Sit down at the table. Come work with us. And, and well, Brad tried. Now, in all fairness to Gary, Brad, when Brad was going there five, seven years ago, Gary wasn't there. So, you know, he's got that leg to stand on to say it wasn't me. But the reality is, yeah, we want to be able to know that we companies can go to the SEC and get clarity, get support, get definition so that they're not getting sued. And that's what Gary has to prove now. Gary's got to prove that he's going to turn it around. He's telling them to come in and talk to them. Okay, so when they go in there, let's see if Gary means what he says. And he has a chance to prove himself by not suing these companies and working with them and giving clarity like poor Brad didn't get. Billy, it's not even necessarily what Brad said, but it's the fact that he's willing to make these statements right now that I think is so important. Not only is the price upticking, but it seems like sentiment has changed around this case. Why do you think so many of the Ripple lawyers and Ripple employees like Brad Garlinghouse are comfortable criticizing the SEC right now? Because so many of the lawyers that's on Ripple's team is from the SEC. 
Like they have a lot of people that knows what's going on over there. So when you know what they're going to do before they even do it, you're ahead of the game. And to have the backing that you have, you have the utility that you have. Now you have inside players that used to play the game that you're trying to play right now. Bro, no wonder he comes on TV and says whatever he wants to say, wears the suits that he wants to wear, carries himself in the manner that he carries him because he has that confidence because he he is it. Ripple, and, and I don't, they're not going to be the one, I would say, I don't mean to get off in a tangent, but they're going to be one of the top players, just like we've been saying this for a long time. They have the relationship built. They, they went through the growth during an SEC lawsuit and still made relationships and still growing. All that ties in together. And the fact that he can say that openly, he can back it up. He's not going to sit there and put that out there and not be able to back it up. Yeah, when, when you're inside people, used to work for the people that's coming after you, bro, you got aces in your hand. And I'll tell you what, you know, if you're looking for, um, to, uh, uh, if you're looking, if you worked at a government agency, there's a good chance you're going to end up working at Ripple, apparently, from what we think. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to answer this question. Folks are asking where they can get XTC. Guys, if you don't know how to do this, go to Coin Market Cap or go to Coin Gecko. Type in at the top in the search engine, XTC. Scroll to the bottom, and it's going to show you all the places where you can buy it. But I will tell you. You can buy it on BitTrue and, and, and probably other places, but I only know that because that's where I get it. So if you want XDC, you get it BitTrue. We can buy it at a ton of other places. Go to CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko and you can search for it. Awesome. Thank you, Johnny. And I want to get some thoughts from NFT Tones. NFT Tones, we always tell our listeners that these ISO compliant tokens could be the largest to grow over these next five years. And there's good reason to believe so, right? So we're going to show our listeners a very interesting video talking about how they, somebody very prominent is stating that XRP has no utility, but we're going to dispel that really quick. I just got to find the video on the back of my screen here, and then we'll let this comment play. Here we go. That's purely in follow crypto, and I ask myself the question, what's a good basis upon which you're going to buy crypto? What is the underlying value? What are the fundamentals? And the answer is there are none. That's, it's, it's purely and simply speculative. I think it's everybody's been told that they're clearly and simply speculative. I know there are going to be people that are crypto lovers. They're going to disagree with me, but stay away from it. It's purely speculation, and you might hit it right, but you're probably going to hit it wrong. That is absolutely hilarious because this man clearly didn't grow up in an age where the internet existed as a child. And I think that's why he may not understand the real utility of crypto, whether it's on-demand liquidity, allowing money to be transferred at faster rates, removing cash from existing bank accounts. There's so many use cases. So to come out and say that it's either one of two things. He's purposely misleading people or he hasn't done his research. Either way, he shouldn't be speaking on a major platform like this, but tones, give me some of your thoughts, bro. Yo, I'm ready to rip this dude a new asshole. All I'm going to say is, if you're going to speak on something, know what you're speaking on. If you're going to say that it has no utility, make sure it has no goddamn utility. I can give you a bunch of utility off the top of my head. It'll keep track of houses. It'll keep track of cars. It'll allow quicker banking. It'll allow people to actually do stuff. It allows gamers to actually get money out of something that they're putting in. This is just the beginning. This is... We're not even close to scraping the surface. Come on, people. This is ridiculous. This should not even be allowed on air. This guy, I, I don't know who he thinks he is, but he, he needs to actually get out here and do his own research. If a 24-year-old kid can come out here and find all this shit and make the amount of money that I'm making and calling it a scam, are you serious? Get the hell out of here. 
I, I don't want to hear this guy ever again speak on crypto. Guys, it is Friday, and you know it's NFT Tones Day. So if you enjoyed that little rant right there, show us some love. Smash that like button. 212 live listeners. Johnny Crypto, what's your response? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, before I get to that guy, I just got to say, Tones is killing it. I want to see Tones do the tango. It looks like Sona's Dillip. He dressed him with that shirt. Tones, you ever seen a movie, Vita? Oh, my God. That's priceless. But anyway, this guy here, I just want to know, who let Bernie Madoff out of jail? I didn't. That wasn't. I thought he died. But <laughs> it looks like Bernie Madoff. Holy crap. Literally, it could be Madoff or his his son but or his brother. But. You know, I, there's nothing else to add. Tones nailed it 100%. We can just move on. There, there's so much utility in crypto. Tones nailed a shit ton of it. So, the, the, you know, you just got these old dogs that don't either, you know, don't understand it, don't want to understand it. And Jamie Dimon actually came out and credit to him while he did bash Bitcoin. He did say exactly the opposite of what this guy said. Jamie Dimon came out and said, hey, you know what? Blockchain, blockchain is real. There is some stuff there. There, there are certain cryptocurrencies that are real. Watch Coach's video today. He'll talk about it, right? Um, and that there is true utility behind him. Literally, the ISO 20,022 20, coins. So, no, okay, completely. He just completely dismissed the whole industry, which is shameful because at the end of the day, we all know there is real utility in some of these things. Now, we have to remember this. There's 21,000 coins out there. 99% of them are going to zero. So I get where he's coming from. I get the fact that what he's trying to say, I think, is 99% of them are going to go away. And you're probably going to miss the boat and get caught in those ones that go down, then go up. Unless you're here at the 3T Academy with us, listen to this show, because we've been telling you where the real world utility is. So educate yourself. And you can avoid the debacle that this guy's talking. But about. Johnny, you can't you can't come out and say that all of crypto is fraudulent and that it's all going to go down. You if you gotta you have some common sense here and be like, yeah. Although you're playing with fire here, if you choose the right bet, you'll be fine. And like, I feel like older people don't understand that type of thing. Like, you need to actually do the research and understand that there is a lot of things going on here. There's there's over six million NFTs. Not all of them are going to be successful, but you have to do your right research and you'll be fine. It's it's all depending on if you do your own research and that's what it matters to. Obviously, this person did not do his research and it just makes him look like a fool on air. But it's, it's it goes with most of the world. Common sense isn't common. <laughs> yeah. At the yes, end of the day, really, I want to get some closing remarks. Because it'd be interesting to address. Everyone writes off the fact, obviously, this guy's old, but that's not the reason he doesn't understand the tech. Warren Buffett has invested in a new bank, which literally leverages cryptocurrency to make payments faster. To just say, oh, he's old, write it off. No, somebody's telling him to say this. Somebody is paying him to put this narrative out there. And I'd like for you to address that if you could. I mean, I consider him an NPC. You know how you walk around, you see people, you're like, how do they really exist when they're spouting some of the stuff that they spout? And then you look at it like, are they really spouting something they believe or are they just regurgitating something that they heard? Um, most generation, like with his generation, don't understand crypto and they won't understand it because they refuse to understand it. It's just not something they grew up with. But I agree there's some someone telling him something or he's learning from someone. Just It's just one of those, those gaps. But as far as I, I get into the realm of, I feel like everybody should be able to say anything they want. That way you can clearly see who everybody is and, and what they what they stand for. Because if you start quieting people and shutting people up, 
then the quickest way to expose someone is let them talk and they'll tell you exactly who they are. Um, and that's how you find out who you want to roll with in life and who you want to move with in life. Is let Johnny, talk. it's kind of like the quote that I sent you this morning. What did Socrates say? A man's word is a vision into his soul. So listen to what somebody's telling you because they will tell you who you are. We got 214 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to dive into, we saw XRP pumping yesterday, but there was another prominent token that we talk about that was also on the move, and that is Algorand. Algorand is up 28% on the week, and we're going to break down two potential reasons that this could be taking place. One of the reasons is the partnership that they inked with FIFA just a couple of months ago, but they also added a major, major partnership to their team. So there's positive growth in the user base as well as the total volume produced. It notes that there's been an additional growth in users from 5,000 a day to now 20,000 new users a day are signing up to use Algorand's protocol. This is really exciting because we've also seen an uptick in the DeFi that's taking place on Algorand's network. So FIFA unveiled a new NFT partnership that's going to be leveraging Algorand as well. And then just last week, Algorand announced in a partnership with a former Visa and Fidelity executive making her the chief marketing officer for Algorand. So much positive news on the front. Johnny, I couldn't pronounce her name, so we're starting off with you. Why don't you pronounce that young lady's name, Michelle something, and what are some of your thoughts on this? Uh, I guess you got to be Italian to pronounce this. Michelle Quintalia. And so basically, or Quintalia, and she basically is, uh, like you said here, a former. So you're seeing all these top dogs in these industries that get put in these places high end. And so you got the guy Bernie Madoff over there saying that, you know, cryptocurrency is a scam. And then you've got all these big top people coming from these significant companies, Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies going to work for these blockchains. So what does that tell you? Right. We know that there's rear world utility and Algo is one of those that you got. Okay. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not financial advice. So I can't tell you, you got to have it in your bags. I got to tell you, I'll tell you, I got it in my bags because for me, one of that's one of those I just have to have. Algo is one of those where there's so much upside, so much potential, uh, it's efficiency in its blockchain, it's speed, it's transactions. It's one of those that you absolutely, you know, is going to be one of those that I believe is going to be out there to coexist. And they're partnered with FIFA. I mean, do I need to say anything else? FIFA is the number one, it's the largest watch, most watched sport in the world, okay? As much as in the U.S. we think football is, it's not. The real football is soccer, uh, as we call it here in the U.S., and they are partnered with Algo. So super exciting news here for them. It's just they're just continuing to see. Again, guys, we're so early that we feel late, but we're in the early, early days of the Amazon-type companies that are coming. So make sure you have an exit strategy. Don't sell out everything. Don't be Johnny Crypto in 1997. <laughs> That's funny, Johnny. But I do want to stick with the Algorand stuff because there's so much utility coming to this specific project. They're launching tokenized real estate. They're going to have blockchain voting. This is really just the tip of the iceberg, and this minimal price pump here is not something I'd be taking profit on. But instead, I think it's insight into how potential, how much potential this project has. Billy, I'd love to get some of your thoughts on the marketing aspect of this. Forget the specifics on Algorand. Why do you think so many of these crypto projects, whether it's VeChain, Crypto.com, Algorand, are making these partnerships with sporting teams? So we have partners with the UFC. We had Staples Center be purchased by Crypto.com. Now we have Algorand actually partnering with FIFA to launch some NFTs. So pretty cool stuff. Why do you think they're taking that approach? Because sports uh, hits all the realms, and you, you're talking about white people, black people, Hispanic people, Chinese people, uh, across the realm. Middle Eastern people. Yeah, it's everybody. So there, there's it, the marketing space is unlimited. So why wouldn't you? You can touch everybody at one time. You're talking about you know uh, sporting events, clothing, uh, balls, toys. Like it's unlimited the potential that's out there.
Yes, and NFT Tones, I want to kick it to you next. With all some of the most prominent names in the space coming into crypto, they're leaving companies like Visa and MasterCard to work at projects like Algorand, Crypto.com, VeChain. Why do you think crypto in 2022 is attracting some of the largest and most important people in the financial space? And what does that mean about the future of this market? Yo, it just goes to show you, if they're leaving traditional spaces like Visa, MasterCard, and coming to the crypto space, it shows you where our technology is going. We are seeing a lot more VCs, a lot more companies actually start to get involved in crypto. And it's actually amazing to see this because it shows us that the future is crypto and that the longer we stay here paying attention, we'll actually see this space grow and grow. And I'm really excited to see what things actually come to Algorand because they've been working on a lot of things. I know they recently did an upgrade that allowed faster transactions and stuff about two to three weeks ago. And it, it's really starting to pick up. And I think Algorand is going to be one of a top coin, but obviously do your own research, not financial advice. Johnny, one of the most important things people should know is that when Venezuela deposited Bitcoin to each one of their individual citizens, they used Algorand to transfer that Bitcoin. So they're not even using the native asset to actually deposit it to citizens. We got 222 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. The Merlin CEO is begging me to play this ad. So you know what I got to do. We're going to show you the smartest way to track your crypto within this market. And we're going to let that clip play. So Johnny, floor is yours. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, you're not alone. And it's probably because you don't have an exit plan. The good news is that it doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. First, it brings all your coins into one place from many exchanges and wallets so you can simply see all of your assets across one screen. Next, you can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin's smart algorithm lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. So go to at Get Merlin Crypto on Twitter. That's at Get Merlin Crypto and sign up for our 30-day free trial to get whitelisted so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't wait and miss out on this new and innovative app. Sign up today and get on our Merlin whitelist. It is the smartest way to track your crypto. Johnny, and I want to remind our listeners, because this is going to add some reassurance. Somebody said, are you partnered with Merlin? We created it. So Johnny, just some quick statements about Merlin, and then we'll dive back into the news. There we go, baby. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, we created it because we know folks need a way to track their crypto. It's very hard to keep track of all your coins and all the different exchanges. And it's very hard to know when to sell. So, you know, if you had an exit strategy and you have it in there, you know, as things pump, like XRP was pumping yesterday, for example, Abs, you gave the perfect situation. You had a sell at 55 cents. You would have gotten an alert telling you to go sell. So you wouldn't have had to worry. You wouldn't have been up at 12 o'clock watch, watching the market and what it's doing. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. So that's the advantage of it. We're just trying to make people's lives simpler. So guys, click on the link below. Get on the wait list. You won't be disappointed. Uh, you'll get a free. You'll get a notice for a free 30 day trial once we launch it. And you'll be how safe is it? It's extremely safe because it's, it's just extremely safe. So Johnny, maybe something they're not understanding is we don't actually custody your crypto assets. We have a really unique software feature that will connect to your exchange. So we're not going to custody your crypto. We're just going to allow you to do all your buying and selling from our application as well as tracking of your trade. So really, really cool stuff. But NFT Tones, I saw NFT Tones had a comment on Merlin as well. We're about to show our listeners an update from the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. 
NFT Toast just fell off the stream. We're about to show our listeners a live update from the SEC lawsuit as Ripple's lead lawyer is stating that regulation by enforcement has failed. So we're going to let this short clip play, and then maybe we'll get some comments from Tones. Here we go. So first, uh, first I want to agree that I, I do believe that um, this policy in the United States of regulation by enforcement is a failed policy, and it's creating havoc in the marketplace, and that havoc in the marketplace ultimately hurts the very retail consumer that the SEC purports to protect. I think That's the case in point right there. I really think that's the majority of the clip. He goes on to explain all the mistakes that the SEC's made in this lawsuit, and what he makes extremely clear is that Ripple is looking very, very positive over these next couple months. Billy, I want to stick with you. Once again, we're seeing Brad Garlinghouse come out and make bold statements. We're seeing the lead Ripple lawyer come out and make bold statements criticizing the SEC. I want to stay on the fact, why now? Because it's coming to a head. Like It's either put up or shut up. All the evidence has been put out there. They still are not releasing the Hinman you know, stuff. They're, they're, it's, it's all coming to a point. Like you... So it's coming to a resistance. Like we have a line of resistance if we're charting something and we're, we have a, an ascending wedge is what I call it. So as long as Ripple doesn't stop and they keep putting it on, SEC has nothing, no basis, no nothing. The Ripple's going to pop out of this, the winner. I mean, th- they have all the backing. They have the facts. They have the lawyers. They have the cash on hand to be able to go to war with them. And they're calling them out on every single aspect. You're saying it, show us the money, show us the paperwork. And at every turn, they're trying to block it. So this is, this is something that it's easy to stand with. Like when you when you invest in someone, you look at the leadership team, you look at the confidence level when they present themselves. You can tell when Brad speaks, he's very confident. He's, he's very put together. That says a lot about what is behind the scenes going on. So they're able to stand there because they have the proof, they have the credibility, and they have the team behind them to do this. It's just, it's incredible. And we've been saying this since the beginning, look at the team they put together. Rosie Rios came on board. Then you have, you know, the lawyers coming on board. Then you have the transference of people in government from Ripple to government positions. And then the relationships they make, that all gives credibility and, and lends to scalability, which then makes me very happy. And it gives them confidence because they know it's all coming to a head. It's all about to end. So it's all about put up or shut up. We want a decision right now. And that's what we're all waiting for. And obviously something's happening. Because the price action says it's happening. Yep, you're spot on, Billy. And I want to kick it right back to Johnny because we got two very interesting quotes from our listeners. The first quote is that later in this interview, he goes on to say that Ripple will not settle unless XRP is deemed not a security. And then we had another comment from one of our listeners that said, the CFTC commissioner having a photo shoot with Brad Garlinghouse was a kick in the shin of the SEC. I couldn't agree more, but Johnny, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, it's a very fascinating thing going on between where is this thing going to lie? Is it going to be under the CFTC jurisdiction or the SEC jurisdiction or both? Because it can be. It's really, really interesting. And I'm not so sure I agree with Stu, but Stu knows he's probably more well-connected than I am as to, you know, he says XRP will not settle unless they're not deemed the security. Uh, you know, I, I, I would suspect that if, if I'm Ripple, right, and I'm the CEO, it's in my best interest to end this thing as quickly as possible. And as long as I can get away with them saying that, okay, whatever we did back then maybe was, uh, you know, security. But today, maybe they don't necessarily define it, but they say, hey, you can go ahead and operate. You can sell it, and we're not going to come after you. And they make, you know, close this case out so that they no longer come, a- come after them for, for XRP being out there in the market today. I don't know if they'll come out and say, well, it's not a security today or not. But as long as I think Ripple is allowed to operate under the premises that it's not a security until regulation is defined, 
and you know they probably pay a small fine for what they did back in 2013. I think we will see a settlement. I, I don't I don't think we're going to court on this thing because I I don't think I don't think the SEC wants to risk losing it because if they do, we talk about this all the time. The precedent it would set would basically be stripping the SEC of its powers. You're not going to see that happen. They're not going to take that risk, in my opinion. I think we'll get a settlement, and I think we'll see it. You know, it might happen sometime before the end of this year. Johnny, I'm really excited for this next portion of the episode. We got 216 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to show you a bunch of the research we've done on Quant, indicating why this price chart may break out very, very soon. So bear with me here. First thing we're going to be showing you is the Quant to Bitcoin pairing, which is about to break out and reach an all-time high. This is a massive indicator for this entire market. When you talk about Quant specifically, this could be big. So we go to the actual price chart and the Tether connections here. Billy, this is what got you excited before the stream. I'd love to give you a chance to do, to just address this price chart. It's clear. Even someone who doesn't have a lot of experience in charting can tell this is some bullish bullish momentum. Why don't you break it down for our listeners? I mean, you see the channel working down. All we need to do is break out of a trend. And once you get the confirmation bounce above that trend, um, then you start a new trend and it established a baseline. And you see the support level moving sideways to the right. As long as we maintain that, we are good. I don't see us coming back below because quant supply has, is, is so low. Um, when we pop out of this, guys, it's, it's going to be exciting. So, you know, have some exit points set up beforehand. I watch coin quant all the way from like 60 bucks to $400. Um, never got out, watched to come all the way back down. Still accumulating it, but this is a beautiful chart. This is what you want to see. You had a downward trend. It popped up out. Now it's going into a symmetrical triangle. And now, like you said, you have the distance measured right there. That is that is spot on, bro. Like this is a beautiful chart. This is what we want to see. And with all the utility that's coming to quant, a bullish price chart is no surprise. We often say, show me the chart, I'll tell you the news. And when we're looking at the price chart, things are bullish. So I want to read this quote really quick. Quant is forming a bullish pennant in the daily time frame chart. So far, it looks bullish. And in the case of an upside breakout, we can expect another 100 plus percent bullish impulse, which would take us to about $260. And Johnny, before I kick it to you here, Billy brought up something which was very, very important. He said that there could be a supply crunch on exchanges. Well, we checked that out for our listeners as quant supply on exchanges has just reached an all-time low. The percent of supply on exchanges is less than 1% for the first time ever. So all indicators are pointing bullish. Johnny, I want to hear some of your thoughts. Well, the way I look at it is when you look at when quant had its all-time highest price, we were seeing where we were around 2021, right in that. Uh, it looks like the supply percent change was five, so we were around five percent. So um, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a, a sell, you you have to have some, you have to have uh, liquidity and supply. So so I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I, I do obviously agree that obviously supply crunch could be interesting, but if there's no liquidity, that could be a problem. So I'm not sure what that means. I'm not an, I'm an expert enough to comment on that. I'll let Billy do that. But when I look at this chart, what I see is, you know, you see, you kind of see some, yeah, some support building up there in the 92 range, which frankly, I'm a little disappointed because I want to be buying this at 40. Although I don't, I don't think we're going to see the $2 price that someone wants. But 40, you know, I would, I always like to see a retest. You know, you always want to say, I hear a lot of technicals say, good to retest because it shows confidence and it shows that there's buying in the floor in that area. And I'd really love to see us come down and touch that 40 again. But looking at this chart here, it doesn't look like we're anywhere near that possibility at, at all. But again, so for me, again, I, I'm dollar cost average. And I think I bought a couple of these the other night because it's just one of those things that I want to continue to add to my bag, Zabs. 
So like, I, and I just want to add, so even at your support that you have at 92 there, that's why I always say anything under $100, I feel like is a good buy for Quant just because of what the chart says. Look at that price action. I mean, uh, if you just hold it at 92 or start to buy into 92, that's a great price action. Even if it drops a little bit lower, that's where we start dollar cost average again. And it just depends for me, not financial advice, but this is what I do. You know, I just make sure I know where my lows are and where we are in the market. 90s are a great buying for me and an opportunity because you look to the upside of it. Johnny made a great point. There has to be liquidity just because, you know, there's a supply crunch. You need both of them to action in. Um, as long as as long as we get that confirmation, we get above that that trend line that you have in the symmetrical area. Uh, the 110, uh, we hold that for a confirmation bounce, like Johnny was saying. It, it could get exciting. But if we drop below 90, then, you know, we, we Johnny might get his opportunity again. Yes. <laughs> oh man, don't even tease him because Roto's been waiting for that $60 quant for quite a while. But we got 231 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're breaking down why quant could be the next token to have a massive breakout. And when the whole market's regressing, quant is still holding that $100 range. But NFT tones, it is an NFT Friday. So we're going to close this thing out with an NFT article, my friend. I used to collect stamps back in the day. So this one hits home. NFTs are going to be used as collectibles in the future by post offices. Instead of issuing stamps, they're now going to be issuing non-fungible tokens that represent those stamps. It's a pretty fun article. Nothing too serious here. I am interested to hear your thoughts. Do you think this could be big in the future in the fact that collectibles are now going digital? Yo, so we've already seen certain collectibles go digital with Funko Pops, but now we're starting to see more of this. And I really think that the collectible game on uh, or collectible game becoming NFTs is huge because if you think about it, these collectibles can they'll always be PSA grade 10. So I don't know if you know what that means, but that means that they're always in mint condition. And this is huge because usually a lot of collectibles that you see, they're usually PSA grade seven, eight, six, fives. Very rarely do you see a nine or 10. And so this changes the game tremendously because now you always have mint, uh, pretty much always near mint um, collectibles. So this is really interesting. And I think it's interesting to see it come along with uh, physical stamps because or stamps because it's interesting to see i've never really collected stamps but obviously other people have and it's really interesting to see that they're now allowing people to actually collect these stamps starting in i believe it was uh i think it was in austria and 20. netherlands they said they're going to yeah. start collecting the stamps in so it's really interesting to see other countries come out and do this before we even do it. And what I think is pretty cool is that these are redeemable for real stamps. So I want to read one quick quote. In 2019, we invented the idea of having a physical stamp combined with an NFT, and it was mind-blowing. They were overwhelmed by the feedback, and the demand from the market was there, and that's why they decided to create, to create this new product. But the reason I think everything is going digital, Johnny, is what NFT Tones brought up. In the future, the NBA, for example, will, will offer a sports card in a digital form. They're going to be able to make 2 to 5% off of every sale after the initial sale. Right now, they only get money off that first sale, so there's a clear advantage from a financial standpoint. But what does this mean to you, this NFT news? Yeah, I mean, it's just another uh, use case or utility of how NFTs can be utilized. Uh, I think you touched on the main point for the seller or the creator. It's fantastic because they get a continual residual income stream forever every time that thing is sold. It's tracked in, in there and they in there and they get paid for it. So it's really cool, the utility. So you know, when we go back to the to, to the Bernie Madoff guy who was sitting there saying, you know, cryptocurrencies is a complete scam and Ponzi. The reality is there's a ton of use cases here. 
But the problem is this, Abs. I'll tell you in a very simple way. People, most people don't understand technology, right? I'm a technologist. I'm in technology, so I understand it very well. Most people can't understand it until it smacks them in the face, right? If I told you and explained to you how a television works, you wouldn't know. You don't even give a shit. You don't care. But you care that it works. You care that you can use it. And that's Johnny, if I can just jump in real quick. It reminds me of the conversation me and you had the other day when I said, what is technology? We taught rocks such as iron and other things, how to communicate with one another through binary code. So it's like trying to wrap that around your head, the fact that we taught minerals to communicate with one another. It really is just – I know what you're saying. It's all about ones and zeros. But nobody cares how things work. They only care that they do work, Right. And so the reality is a lot of these blockchains and these technologies, they are going to work. They're going to be behind the scenes driving and doing, driving the, 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 converting the world, right? The next transformation as we go from web two to web three and extracting the value of the internet out of it. The question that everybody has is how, what will the cryptocurrency itself role? What's the role of the cryptocurrency? How will that play out in the blockchain? And that, I don't think anybody has the answer to yet. That's what we're waiting to see. That's what we're all banking on is that the actual cryptocurrency is going to play a role in the blockchains and supporting the blockchain use. So that's what I'm waiting to see, but we're all heavily invested in it. So <laughs> let's hope we made the right call. Johnny, we got 222 live listeners out there. Show us some love. If you're in alignment, or smash that like button because we're going to close this episode out with some informative news. We had a comment from one of our listeners that said, morning all, what is considered full utility? And what I think they're asking here is what is considered a utility token? I believe. So, Johnny, if you don't want to give an answer, I definitely could, but I want to defer to you here. How would you define a utility token? Like, what makes XRP a utility token and not something else? Yeah, so when you think of utility, right, think about it as you're trying to solve an unmet need or you're trying to solve, you're serving a purpose, you're completing something. So, for example, think of VeChain, right? The utility, when we say it has utility, what we mean is it, 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 it provides some kind of useful information for a company to use to operate on. So VeChain, for example, will allow you to track for the, the creation of a product all the way through this infancy, you know, what we call cradle to grave. You're going to be able to know exactly where it is at all times in the process, where, it, where it's, how it got started, the components that were used to build it. The traceability to that is so critical because if there's a failure in the field, you want to be able to know, okay, well, these 10,000 units were created with this lot and this batch number. So that means these 10,000 may be bad. And now I can recall those 10,000 and, oh, shit, I know who actually have those 10,000 units. That's utility. That's solving a problem. So in all these different all these different uh, coins, XRP solves a different problem, right? It helps to transfer money from point A to point B overseas instantly so I don't have to get on a plane and fly the money there. Or I don't need one bank to take a boatload of cash and transfer it to another bank to cover that transaction, which takes three days and costs money. That all gets done instantly with a, you know, with a, with a blockchain and underlying technology. These are real-world solve utilities, and that's why we're invested in those because we believe they're going to be here to stay long-term. They have staying power. I hope that kind of answers the question. That was beautiful, Johnny. I mean, they should be charging you. You know what? You got a raise this week, Johnny K. It's coming out of my pocket, my friend. But we're going to close this thing out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Billy. And thank you to the Fedora Master NFT Tones. Always excited to see you guys. We got 213 live listeners. 
thank you for being here. Smash that like button on the way out. And if you want us to cover something specific, make sure to comment down below the video. We'll see you guys on Monday. Like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thanks for joining us. Next week, XRP Jenna on the show. Let's go. Let's go. The road to crypto billionaires. Let's go.